0: few weeks ago, everybody say God is a restorer. restorer. We live in a season in which either the devil or circumstances seems to be taking things away from people. And I want you to remember that we don't ever live in the Kaua. We don't live in, well, I guess nothing will ever be good for my life. I guess I'll never get back to where I was before. That's not true. God is a restorer. And everybody shouted. Psalms 126 verse 1 is our first key passage in these series of offering thoughts. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. Everybody say dreamers. Now, we're beginning to hear the testimonies of that. One of the testimonies that was given to us this week was one family got a full restoration of all that they had lost, and they said, we wanted to pinch our arms to see if this was really real. Folks, this, this is what it is like. I know times have been difficult right now, but God is a restorer. And when he restores, it comes so strong and so hard and so big and so wonderful, you wonder, am I dreaming? Everybody say, that's how God works. And the second key verse, Zechariah 9, verse 12, return to your stronghold. Who is our stronghold? God. Return to your stronghold, O prisoners of hope. Everybody say, I'm a prisoner of hope. Today I declare, God says, today I declare that I will restore to you double. You must always expect God to restore double. Everybody say, double restoration. When a family comes to me and they've had a miscarriage, I don't pray for them to have another baby. I always pray for them to have two babies in Jesus' name. Now, brothers and sisters, you just have to learn that we don't accept things being stolen from our lives. God is a restorer twofold in Jesus' name. Now, last week we began to focus on the fact that God restores the comfort or to the relax to our lives. Today I want to go back to something that we started on a few weeks ago when we began this series, but I want to really zone in on it. God restores health. God restores what? Psalms 41, verse 3. The Lord sustains him on his sickbed. In his illness, you restore him to full health. What kind of health? Now, our brothers and sisters, so many times we, we go through a challenge to our physical bodies, like Epaphroditus, Paul's friend. He, he was at the point of death, Paul said. But God healed him. But too often we go through one of these serious sicknesses and we come back out of that sickness and there's something that has changed in our life and we think that that lingering effect is gonna remain for the rest of our life maybe it's a stroke Maybe it's some of our members that have been through COVID and they come out of the hospital and, and the doctors tell them, now you're going you're to have fatigue for the next year, maybe two years. You're going to you know, have trouble breathing for a while. It's going to take you a while to catch your breath on steps and this is going to be with you for quite a few months and then the fatigue at least for maybe a year or maybe two years. And when they call and they ask me for prayer, I say, no, no, we're, we're, I'm not, nothing against doctors but we don't accept the lingering effects of sickness. God restores to full health. To what kind of health? Do you remember when Jesus healed the man blind in Bethsaida? I've walked that road where they would have walked. It's it's not open to everybody, but Sister Bev and I have been there on a little private thing. I've walked that road there in what they call the ancient city of Bethsaida. And here is this man, blind, and Jesus prays for him, and he said, I see men like trees walking. But you notice Jesus didn't say that's good enough. You, you can see shapes now. You can see light and darkness now. That, that's good enough. No, no, no. Jesus prayed for him again. And that man did not accept that as good enough. He stayed there and waited for Jesus to minister to him again. And then he got full restoration. Everybody say, full health. Now, at some point, every one of us in our lives goes through some challenges to our physical body. And what we have to learn to do is we don't just accept something to stay in our bodies for the rest of our life. We ask God to restore us to full health. Everybody say, full health. Say it again. We can sit there and go, okay, this is going to be with me for the rest of my life. Or we can go, I'm asking God for what kind of health? What kind of health? So that when you die, you're like Moses. Your eyes have not grown dim and your body has not grown weak. Now there's a beautiful prayer in Isaiah chapter 38, verse 16. And I use this with a lot of people. Oh Lord, by these things men live. And in all these things is the life of my spirit. Oh, restore me to health and make me live. Everybody say, restore me to health and make me live. Now that's a very short prayer. Everybody say restore me to health and make me live. Say it again. Now there are members and you know, well they're not listening tonight on Facebook. We have our special. But there are are members that have been in the hospital in COVID and you know sometimes, forgive me, at 3 and 4 o'clock in the morning, sometimes at 2.30 in the morning, I'm whatsapping back and forth with them sometimes i'm calling them on whatsapping or videoing them on what's up. and they're in in an isolation room and they're covid and they're having trouble breathing and they got the little tubey thing sticking in their nose for oxygen and and they say pastor it's very hard for me to talk it's very hard for me to breathe and, and i say here's a very short prayer to begin to pray oh lord restore me to health and make me live and so the first couple of days, I just say, just keep saying that. Use the breath that you have to pray a prayer. Restore me to health and make me live. Everybody say, restore me to health and make me live. Say it again. And then as they begin to get a little stronger, I say, now, sing it. They said, well, what's the melody? I said, I make up my own. Restore me to health, O oh God. And make me live. Restore my health, O oh God. And make me live. I sing to people at 3 o'clock in the morning. That's the only time of the day they'd want to listen. But they're in those isolation wards. And, and you just have to sit down and, and talk to people and meet people where they're at. And this is a very simple, short prayer that you always have enough breath to say it restore me to health O God and make me live and everybody said and everybody said so let me challenge you today Do, do not accept please do not accept the lingering effects of long term sickness in your life don't ever just sit there and say well the quality of my life has been reduced now for the rest of my life don't accept that God restores our health in Jesus' name. I, I didn't hear you. Remember, please, in Deuteronomy, sorry, in Exodus 15, verse 26, it's hard to read with glasses and a mask. They kind of make mud of things. There we go. Exodus 15, verse 26, God's name, for I am the Lord, your healer. The Hebrew word there is Jehovah Rapha, the God that restores to original condition. God does not just make us better. He makes us whole in Jesus' name. All right, would you get your communion emblems out, please? Well, pastor, it's good enough that I just live. God wants you to have life and life more abundantly. God wants to satisfy you with a long life and a life worth living in Jesus' name. Everybody say a life worth living. If you have family members that have had strokes, don't let them think that they're going to be sitting in that chair for the rest of their lives. Amen. Talk to them. Teach them this prayer. Restore yes. me to health, O oh God, yes, Lord. and make me live. Yes. Remind them of this promise that God restores us to full health in Jesus' name. Amen. See, this is giving hope to people. Everybody say giving hope. giving hope. The world always wants to take away our hope. The world always wants to say, you know, you just have to learn to accept these things. Why do I need to accept them? I have a God who has great and precious promises for me. Why do I need to accept that I'll be a cripple the rest of my life? Why do I need to, be, to accept that I'm going to have long-term side effects from this? Why do I need to accept that? I have a God who has promised me that he would restore full health in my body. Amen. Everybody say, change your expectation. Change my expectation. Say it again, please. Change my expectation. God is a God who restores. Amen. Amen. Everybody say, He restores. We lead to This bread represents the body, represents body of my savior. my savior. He was hung on a tree for me hung hung tree for to me. bear the curse of the law the that the, of blessings of the blessings of Abraham, that the covenants of promise, that the covenants of promise could flow to my life. With the stripes that came across his back, he purchased my healing. That by his stripes, by his stripes I, have I have been healed. I remember, I remember what, he has done for me. what he has done for me. Let us partake of the bread together. If all else fails, you get out the earpiece on your glasses. We've all had fun opening these things sometimes, Dibov. I usually keep a key in my pocket. Ulitanat, and this cup represents his blood that washed away all my shame, all my sin of all my past. I remember... I remember, I remember what he has done for me. What done done for me. I stand before the Father, free from accusation, by the blood of my Savior. By the blood of my Savior. In, Jesus name. In Jesus' name. Let us partake of the cup together. And all the healed and whole people shouted, amen. All right, you may be seated and please put together your tithe in the red envelopes and your seed in the blue envelopes. Before you move, let me talk to you for a moment. Some of you have been texting me and, you know, no criticism, but you've been saying, Pastor, why don't you teach on giving anymore? Folks, this is not the season for that. This is a season for your harvest in Jesus' name. If you will think back all through this COVID-19 thing since, oh my goodness, the beginning of March, all I have done is teach you about receiving. You have been faithful. You are faithful tithers. You have been faithful sowers. You have built God's house. You have built churches in the province. You are doing crusades in the province. You're 8 to 10 million a year we're putting into feeding the hungry down in, in Tondo and Aroma and Happy Land and in Paiatas in, in Quezon City. Folks, there's so much that you have done. You have sowed seed. This is not a season to challenge people about giving. This is a season to challenge people to receive the harvest of the seeds that you have sown. So forgive me if, you know, please, I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. What I'm trying to do is keep you focused. You have harvest in the ground. Don't give up on your harvest in Jesus' name. Amen? God says that he will show himself faithful to those who have been faithful. You have walked in faithfulness before God. So every day of your life, get up and say, Father, I thank you for the harvest flowing to my life and my family in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen? So if you wonder what's going on, that's what's going on. All right, come, bring your tithe and your seed before the Lord.